From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. Happy New Year and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable discussion for the week of January 2nd, 2012, uh, excuse me, 2013. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Dustin West, back on the controls. In this, our first show of 2013, Dustin and I will talk about celebrating New Year's Eve at Epcot, something that we did I thought I would never do. And John Magi and Kevin Close have their review of the new Monsieur Paul restaurant at the France Pavilion in Epcot, which replaces Bistro de Paris. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire coming up on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome. Good to see everybody again. Happy, Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year everybody. And uh, uh, for those of you who uh, may not have watched or listened to our last show, which was done on Podcast Cruise 4.0, in December, uh, we made a couple of announcements that we are going to be bringing the show video starting on February 5th. We will be broadcasting the show live from disunplugged.com and it will be available on YouTube on February 6th. We're going to have, you'll be able to go back and if you can't watch it live, you can go back and uh, watch the shows you missed on YouTube. Right. And, and uh, you can also listen to them. We had some people right. who were concerned about that. Right. Uh, we are not changing anything about the audio version of the show. That's still going to go up the way it always has. The video is just something we're doing in addition. As a matter of fact, uh, all this month we're going to be kind of testing out and you know taping. That's why in the beginning I don't say you're listening to the Diz Unplugged yeah. because not all of you will be listening. Some of you will be watching. And uh, so right now, all the lights are on and the cameras are going. You said this is the Disney plug. And all I was thinking about was Ryan Seacrest. Really? Did (laughs) did it come across as Ryan Seacrest? No, but because he's done that for so long that anytime I hear somebody say that. I got to find something else. It's what I think of. Okay, I got to find something else. I don't want to be. You're listening slash watching slash. (laughs) You're consuming. Consuming. Um, and also the mobile version of the Diz, which we're really excited about, going up on February 6th as well. Beta. The beta. Um, okay. Corey's going to make sure he gets that in there. It's the beta version of uh, the mobile version of the Diz going up on February 6th. So we're very excited about that. Also want to remind everybody about the uh, fantastic Disneyland edition of our show, uh, hosted by Tom Bell and his team. And uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the longer they do this, the better they get. And it has really come, come into its own. It's a great show. Um, you can check that out on our show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. And you can also subscribe to their show via iTunes. Links to all that and everything else we talk about on our show will we, be on the show notes page. We were talking to a very good friend of ours, Michael Bowling. And he has been invited to participate. Michael is going to be a That's regular awesome. contributor to uh, the Disneyland edition. And what a great guy. He is a yeah. great He guy. and his wife both are just phenomenal people. And he has a tremendous amount to offer. Yes. Oh, my. His really Disney smooth. knowledge is very well, he was a Well, he was an actual mouseketeer. He actually kind of puts all of us to shame. Yeah. He really does. I mean, he's, yeah. But uh, he was an actual mouseketeer. And, chosen uh, by Walt. Chosen by Walt himself. That's... 
you know, not too many people have that particular story. And his Disney knowledge is amazing. But then again, you know what? On that show in particular, not that we don't have a great deal of Disney knowledge here, but they're, I mean, they really do. They know their park. They know their park inside and out. If I was going to go up to a trivia contest, I would want Michael on my side. Absolutely. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne too. Wayne Toygo, another one that yeah. just his knowledge of the, the history of, of the parks is, is just mind-bending. And it's just a great team. It's a great show. I really encourage you to go out, check it out, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, starring Mr. Tom Bell and the rest of them. <laughs> That's how we're going to bill it from now on. That's <laughs> Tom's negotiating that into his contract. We have contracts? Tom's asking for one. I'm kidding. He's not. Do we get riders? Because I'm going to start making demands. You want a, you want a trailer? <laughs> I do. <laughs> It wouldn't be very big out here on the side of Pete's house. <laughs> a trailer and green M&Ms. Right. We'll make Dustin pick through the M&Ms. Just throw all the green ones. Oh, I don't want him to touch them, no. <laughs> My hands are dirty. Okay. Get rid of W's. But uh, also want to remind everybody about the Diz ratings and reviews area. Uh, we would love it if you would go check it out. And... Add your reviews of hotels, attractions, restaurants, whatever it is you have, because we're going to start giving out prizes again. We need some in 2013. Yep. Yep. And Corey's rapid fire is going to help explain why. Yes. So, again, links to all this stuff on the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. What else do we have for housekeeping? I just want to say thanks to everybody who attended Podcast Cruise 4.0. It's a great time. We had a great time. I thought it was a great cruise. I like the seven nights. Yeah, they have to be seven nights from now on. Yeah, I think we had enough time to sort of do our own thing, and yeah. everybody had a chance to get together on their own terms. So thanks to everybody who attended that. We had a great time. Awesome. Ferris turns four on Saturday. Oh, my Lord, really? <laughs> yeah. Four already? It's not really housekeeping, but I'm excited. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Four years old. Cannot believe it's been four years. I know, years really. It's since he was born. Yeah. <sighs> believe me. Now look at him. He's so giant now. They, the both of them are getting so big. Oh, yeah. Both of them are getting so big. So adorable. Finley's a performer. She's been um, standing on top of her little step stool, and she sings, I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream in her Sleeping Beauty dress. <laughs> Oh. That's the only line she knows. So she just sings that over and over and over. <laughs> brainwash. I think we have a future, future cast member slash face character slash I don't even know what. Awesome. What else do we have? Anything? No? I'm housekeeping free. Wow. Well, all right. New year, clean house. Clean house. Well, not mine, but okay. All right, then we'll uh, turn it over to John with the news. All right. Our first news story. SeaWorld files to go public with $100 million IPO. SeaWorld Entertainment filed for an initial public offering of stock with an initial goal of raising $100 million. That number is likely to change as the company's bankers gauge interest from investors. SeaWorld's owner, Blackstone Group, will likely sell some of its stake in the deal, but the private equity firm will still own a majority of the voting power of the company's shares after the IPO. (coughs) SeaWorld plans to use money from the IPO to pay debt and make a payment to Blackstone. Blackstone bought SeaWorld from Beer Brewer Anheuser-Busch in 2009 in a deal worth at least $2.3 billion. Um, the Orlando, Florida company did not list a date for the, offer- for the offering and did not say how many shares would be sold or for how much. 
SeaWorld plans to use the SEAS symbol for its stock, but did not say on which exchange it plans to trade. So in other words, there's no information. They don't know how much, they don't know where, they don't know what's going to happen. What do you think uh, an IPO is going to go for? For SeaWorld? I'm going to say about $16 a share. I was going to say about 20 bucks a share, I would put it at. $16 a share is my is my guess. Is that where it's going to start? And honestly, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know how. I guess, I mean, theme parks, I guess, would be a good investment. Well, SeaWorld's the little engine that could. It's always kind of like the caboose on the train. It, it kind of chugs along. But their and, profitability this last year was quite good, if I, yeah. if I recall correctly. I mean, but they're always that sort of... They always come across as the redheaded stepchild only because they're behind the two big giants. Right. Well, you got to remember, too, that part of the story is that besides the three SeaWorld parks, the company's eight other properties include two Bush Garden parks, Sesame Place, uh, and said about 24 million people went, went to its parks in the 12 months through September 30th. So while we think of SeaWorld as our little right. SeaWorld here in Orlando as, composed, as compared to Universal and Disney... It's a big company. It is big. I mean, they and 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 I'll, I'll tell you something. I was very concerned after the sale from uh, by Anheuser Busch to Blackstone that you know some of the things that made SeaWorld special and and good were going to go away because it was so well run. Has always been so well run. And I got to say, they have really kept it up well. They're they're growing the park. They're maintaining the park really well. They're keeping true to uh, the park's charter of Animal rescue. Uh, so, you know, I think the timing on this is good. I think they've shown that they can they can run it well, uh, even after all the upheaval of the of the the sale. And I hope they do well with it. I do too. And I think I love SeaWorld. I think they will also. Uh, you'll see dividends from that stock. You know, unlike some others that are out there, I think they're going to pay dividends. Yeah, to their, to their shareholders. Okay. All right, our second news story. Couple makes goal Disneyland every day in 2012. Tonya Mickish, 45, and Jeff Reitz, 40, made their goal going to Disneyland every day in 2012. They were accompanied on the last day, Monday, by their parents and friends who had been following their exploits. Reitz said, we never expected all the followers we got from Instagram and Twitter. The challenge started as a way to keep from being bored while looking for jobs. When they and both, then became a way not to look for a job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they both got jobs, but they were still determined to make the goal in spite of work. On hand for the last day was Tom Staggs, chairman of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. Staggs handed the couple, couple certificates, making them honorary citizens of Disneyland Whoa. and a gift for a free night in the Dream Suite. Oh, wow. So, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Quote, it was an... It was a pretty impressive task they put in front of themselves, Stagg said. The couple who had annual passes still plan to visit Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, just not every day. <laughs> Doesn't Kathy Whirling get one of these? Yeah, really. <laughs> I, think so. I think she's there all the time. Uh, quote, we're not going to stop. There were some things we gave up this year to go every day, like family vacations, but we're still big fans of the parks. That's cool. Good for them. I think it's great that they got recognized. I think that yeah. says a lot for social media. Yeah. Because I don't think if it was for Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, I don't think Disney Company would even be aware of these. Yeah, it went viral. That's great that he got to stay in the dream suite, not just a certificate. (laughs) Right. I think the certificate was pretty cool. You're an honorary citizen of Disneyland. It's a jacle. Is it a jacle? 
means it was made on a laser printer. <laughs> All right, and our final news story, while not quite Disney-related, I found this interesting. Florida man spots burglary from airplane. <laughs> authorities say a Florida... I'm telling you. Florida, authorities say a Florida man flying home from North Carolina caught a man stealing a trailer while piloting his plane over his own home. The news press reports that David Zentner was flying over his home in LaBelle, Florida, Sunday when he saw a truck in his driveway. He lowered his altitude to get a closer look and saw a man attaching Zentner's trailer to the truck. Zentner followed the truck and called the Glades County Sheriff's Office from the air. Glades deputies contacted the Lee County Sheriff's Office, which found the truck as it headed into Charlotte County. Gary Haynes, 59, of Virginia, was arrested and charged with grand theft. He was, he was released Monday from the sh- from the Charlotte County Jail on twenty five hundred dollars bond. I have trouble convincing cable that we uh, the cable company that we have a problem. Can you picture convincing someone that you were in a plane watching someone else <laughs> steal your trailer? Yeah, that's it hysterical. Is. Good for him though. I mean, what if he just happened to fly over at the right time? Uh, I looked up where LaBelle is. LaBelle is between Lake Okeechobee and kind of Sanibel Island, kind of halfway between oh. over on the west coast of Florida. Uh, and apparently there's an airport there. There's LaBelle Airport. So I assume the man was coming in. Patty from, LaBelle Airport. It was Patty LaBelle. <laughs> Big spiky hair. I assume he was coming in for a landing. I, saw was, it. I knew it, but I wasn't going for it. <laughs> Good for okay, you. I hope this man did not come from North Carolina just to steal a trailer. There's so many things wrong with this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if you start picking it apart, pulling at those strings, it's all going to unravel. You know why? Um, oh, what's the joke? Why is a redneck divorce like a tornado? Either way, someone's going to lose a trailer. Oh, God. That's really funny. <laughs> All of our redneck fans that are I didn't name names. We are pointing fingers. There are, some, there are some trailer homes that are absolutely lovely. Absolutely. Yes, there are. There absolutely. Are absolutely. I just wouldn't live in one. I was just going to say, Florida's not the right place no, for them. No, not at all. No. They blow away. They really do. And let's be honest, tornadoes you know, are programmed to aim right for. Yes, right for them. Well, that's because that's where the man in the sleeveless t-shirt lives who tells you it sounds like a train. <laughs> oh, Lord. We're, we're, we're off to a good start. Yep. Welcome to 2013, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that will do it for the news. That will do it for the news. All right. Let's move on to rapid fire. Who would like to go first? I'll go. Um, Pete mentioned that we need more reviews. Uh, one of the reasons we want new reviews is because in our menus area, we have a new er- uh, section in there that is displaying reviews that people have put in for every single restaurant. So if you go to Casey's Corner, for example, you will see the reviews that people have put in along with their username, their rating on a scale of 1 to 10, and the date it was um, reviewed. So Casey's Corner right now has an average uh, rating of 7.3. So you know, some of these date back to 2011. Some of them are as recent as yesterday, but we need more. Is that out of 100? Yes, <laughs> 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 oh. So it's a it's it's a great tool if you're if you're looking, you know, to go to a restaurant or making your plans. The reviews are right there for you, and you can also enter a new review right there from the. Um, there's a link there on the menu, and there. Honest reviews. Yes, yes, they're not. We're not. We don't filter these, and they. The most recent ones are at the top. So go ahead and put your reviews in there, and you'll be you'll be at the top of this. Of the and remember, we're going to start giving out prizes this month randomly to people. John hasn't told me what I'm allowed to give away yet. He originally suggested a thousand dollar gift card, like for five people a month, but 
I did. <laughs> did or I one share of SeaWorld stock now. <laughs> but we're going to give away prizes uh, starting this month randomly to anyone who enters a review. Yeah. So Not only for restaurants, so you do it for attractions right. also. The more gonna, reviews you enter, the better your chances of winning something are. We're going to work on getting these reviews on the attractions pages, too. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. Mrs. Martin. My microphone is a little wobbly. Um, okay, we're sharing the iPad, so. Mine is about SeaWorld, actually. And it's all about the Just for Kids um, event they're going to be having going on starting January 12th and it's going to run through February 2nd every Saturday there'll be a concert um January 12th is going to start with the Imagination Movers which is our favorite band um January 19th there'll be Laurie Berkner she's going to be solo I don't know who she is by the way um it's January 26th Choo Choo Soul with Genevieve that's another um Disney group well they're featured on the Disney Channel anyway and February 2nd will be the Krat Brothers Live featuring the stars of Wild Kratz. I don't know who those people are either. The Krat Brothers? <laughs> the Kratz. The Kratz. K-R-A-T-T-S. So while this is going on, what, what they're going to be having is uh, they'll have fun zones, which will include the new Elmo Rocks show. It's basically a little concert where... Um, Elmo and Abby, Cookie Monster, Zoe Burton, Ernie form a rock and roll band and put on a concert at the Seafire Inn. Shamu's going to have a party zone. How's he get out of the pool? For they sh- do have a Shamu character. For short periods of time. Yes. <laughs> they, they peach him. They <laughs> throw water on him and put him back in just in time. There'll be a DJ with character appearances, fun and games. That's near the lakeside patio. And then there's Shamu's Happy Harbor, which is all of the kid-friendly and kid-sized attractions. We can go and take advantage of those. And then you can also become a junior animal ambassador. Um, that's where you, it's an adventure program where you visit uh, the four Sea Star locations in the park. And then also for the concerts, you have to get there early. You can either go when they open at 9 a.m. and you can go ahead and claim your ticket for the concert because once they're all gone, you can't get in. It's not the go and wait by the stage to get in to see it. So if you go and do one of their breakfasts, like either the Elmo's breakfast or the Shamu breakfast, you can have your breakfast and you can also, you'll receive admission to one of the two concerts that And of day. course, the Shamu breakfast is where you actually get to eat Shamu for mm. breakfast. Mm, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, well, 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 blubber omelets. And then also with the Just for Kids, with one full paid adult tour, um, the child's tour is free. And this will, this includes the Dolphins Up Close tour, the Sea Lions Up Close tour, Behind the Scenes tour, and the SeaWorld's Family Fun tour, which I think sounds like a really great deal. The Let me tell you, and their Behind the Scenes tours are awesome. I've done a few of them. They are fantastic. I would be interested in doing the Sea Lions. I think Sea Lions are awesome. Our kids really enjoy them. Um and they also seem maybe a little bit safer than the dolphin. Just don't pick up the paper tray. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're planning on going next Saturday um, to go and see the Imagination Movers. So we're going to check it out and see what it's all about. The kids love them. But I'm excited. And this is only for the you know a month that they're doing this. But there will be some other things going on throughout the year. So check it out if you're in town. Awesome. Thank you very much, Julie. Kevin. I'm going to let people know that our two Backstage Magic adventures for next year with Adventures Bar Disney are completely sold out. If you already have a reservation in or we've already discussed it, not to worry, but we can't take any new reservations. We do still have space on our Spirit of America trip. 
and on our Once Upon a Fairy Tale trip in Germany. However, if you're on the fence about Germany, we are getting close to selling that out as well. So it's time to take your stand. Stand and deliver. Let the hit, let, hear the people sing. All right. Okay. Norma Ray. I'm <laughs> down, Javert. That's it. That's He's mine. more Fontaine than Javert. He's a little more Fontaine. Oh, no. She dies after the first song. I want to stay for the whole show. All right, Eponine. Okay. How many other characters really? can we? How gay can we be? All right. Thank you, Kevin. Um, there's several uh, cruise discounts coming out. Uh, for the beginning part of 2013, Disney Cruise Line has uh, three big offers. Kids sell free from Galveston. Uh, this is for most four, six, and eight night sailings departing from Galveston January 12th through April 26th, 2013. Um, limited to number of staterooms for this and also certain categories. They also have kids sell free from Miami. Uh, departing January 14th through February 25th, 2013. I'll take places where the cruise isn't selling well for a thousand hours. Places we regret is growing. There, is there ever not a discount for Galveston? I think no. it, they launched it with discounts. They've really pretty much gone to, if you have elbows, you can have a discount. <laughs> and um, this is brand new, and this is uh, pretty big. Uh, three or four night cruises aboard Disney Dream, departing Port Canaveral, August 25th through September 26th can get an onboard credit up to $100, um, which is pretty good uh, when you think about usually you only get the, the shipboard credits if you rebook on board. Spend your money on travel insurance, too. And that is a, um, in addition to the Dreams Unlimited Travel shipboard credit you can get. Not to be left out, Royal Caribbean has a couple of discounts out as well. Um, I, uh, 2013 itineraries between January 1st and February 15th, 2013, get an onboard, what they're calling a gift certificate, but it's basically an onboard credit, up to $400. 2013 Bahamas, Bermuda's Caribbean, transatlantic sailing, six nights or longer, up to $200. 2013 European sailings, six nights or longer, up to $400. And this is, again, in addition to the Dreams Unlimited Travel shipboard credit you can get. If you're interested in a Royal Caribbean sailing, you can write to me, John at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. You can write to Tracy, Tracy H at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. That's Tracy with an E, T-R-A-C-E-Y. I was about to say that too. Correct. And, or visit the website. And look she has us trained, doesn't she? And we'll have uh, links to that on the show notes, uh, show notes page as well. I can't talk today. Yeah, I had trouble too. First show of the new year and um, got more. Because you're, you're not used to talking. No. Oh, no, honey, I'm always used to talking. <laughs> well, I mean like... Not this. doing not that. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're going to have to start to provide sunscreen. Yeah, the <laughs> lights are, and I, I got news for you. There are more lights coming in. Oh, good. More so lights we'll and more cameras. All sides. More yeah. lights and more cameras. You're We're going to all be shirtless. <laughs> the first filming. <laughs> well, that'll. Well, <laughs> one way to boost the ratings. One way to well, <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> that, can, that can break either way. People can't unsee this. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dustin. What do you have for your rapid fire? As I mess up the uh, video switch, that's why we practice. Um, I have the Star Wars weekends. Uh, the dates for, I was going to say next year, this year, 2013, have been announced. Um, the first weekend is the first weekend is uh, May 17th through the 19th. Then 
the following weekends, the 24th through the 26th, the 31st through June 2nd, June 7th through the 9th is the last weekend. And um, it looks like they are going to continue to have the same celebrities that they always do. Um, in this particular report, it says James Arnold, uh, Arnold Taylor will be the celebrity host again for all four weekends, and Ashley Eckstein will be the celebrity host of Behind the Force, um, which is a behind-the-scenes about the Star Wars This universe. is the only thing these people have going on in their careers, isn't it? It really is. And Did I, he use air quotes when he said celebrities? <laughs> I, I didn't, but if I had a free hand, I would have. Um, I, you know, I think that this draws a lot of people. A lot of people love Star Wars, and a lot of people, you, as I mean, you guys have, I don't know if you've avoided the, the parks during this time, the yes. Hollywood studios, <laughs> but you know, I, I've gone a couple times, and I mean, it's packed every single year. It's, it's packed. Oh, they, draw, they draw crowds. It's very popular. Yeah. That's why they keep doing it. And I wonder how much this is going to expand as Disney's ownership yeah. now of Lucasfilms uh, takes hold. Yeah, and and I'm wondering also if they'll be able now that they own the franchise, if they'll be able to get some of the higher celebrities, the the bigger name celebrities, or yeah, I don't know I've, if the celebrities attached to the franchise. I think we're going to see more characters because they're going to be more free with the licensing of the characters. Yeah, so you'll see more costumed, quote unquote, more merchandise. Right, much more merchandise. Well, you know, I've always said it. One of the reasons. Disney can do things that Universal can't is because Disney owns most of the intellectual property that's in their parks, where Universal doesn't. You know, A Wizarding World of Harry Potter is a great example. What Universal has to do to do anything with Warner Brothers, with that product, is ridiculous. I mean, they have to jump through all sorts of hoops. Mm-hmm. Disney doesn't have, have to deal with a lot of that. And, and with Star Wars, you know, they... Obviously, Disney's having issues with the Marvel characters because Universal has a certain amount of time that they're able to use those. Star Wars, they're ready to go. I mean, they're already using it. So yeah. it, I think, I think they'll, we'll see definite improvements in Star Wars weekends this year. I mean, I don't know, obviously, but I, I think we'll see something new. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. Um, I have another rapid fire. Um, I thought this might have been one of John's news stories. There's a rumor that there's a new restaurant coming to Morocco. And I've Ep- heard about this. In yeah. Epcot. Um, it's going to be a waterfront uh, tapas restaurant, uh, which is just going to be another spot for people to watch illuminations at night. Uh, it's supposed to start uh, construction in January. This is a rumor. I have to give credit to, to the Disney Food Blog, where I saw this tweet um, from them. So it should, be a, uh, it should be pretty nice. 120 outdoor seats, and there'll be 60 indoor seats. Which tells me that they're going to get rid of that "quote unquote" gift shop across the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they already have a bazaar in the back that right. sells the exact same stuff. Well, you know, here's the thing: is New Year's Eve as we walked by. Now you're talking about probably the busiest day of the year at Epcot. There was nobody right. in those waterfront shops. Nobody. Because yeah. how many giant gold plates can you possibly? <laughs> or one, you know, or fezes? I don't even know what the plural of fez is. Fezzi. Fezzi, yeah. Please, I'm not being disrespectful. I really don't know. But I think that that's, I think they, this is a fantastic addition to that park, similar to what they did in Mexico. Take that land across right. the way. It's not going to take away from any viewing of illuminations or any space in the park, reuse that spot. I think they should move Mo Rockin' too to Legoland. <laughs> 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 that draws a crowd. Unfortunately, it draws a crowd right in the right, middle exactly. where you want to walk. Right, exactly. It does draw a crowd, but it's more... I, I don't know that it's people 
with an agenda to see Mo rocking, or is it? Oh my gosh, what's that? Look at her belly button. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that sounds great. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I think that'll be. I, I like that it's tapas. You know, just appetizer sized portions. Yeah. Yeah. They had cool. a, a nice success with that in Italy. At that, the um, oh, the wine cellar, Gusto Italia, oh, Tutto Gusto. Place is amazing. It is we amazing. like it too. Mm. The only problem is they have to be more specific in how you get a table. You're not allowed to wait. They won't take your name and you just have to find a table, but it has to be for the exact amount of people. So it's, it, it's kind of odd as you walk by. Now this might've just been the cast member that we talked to, but I thought that kind of narrowed our, I don't remember yeah. anything like that. I mean, they always ask us, do you want a table or not? If we say no, they're like, okay, have fun at the bar. If, if, it's, ne- if it's never, like, I, I haven't gone when it's crazy busy, either, but, um, you know, when it's just normal level crowds, you can just walk up and take whatever table you want and then order from the bar. I think that's it. And the, night, the day we went, it was fairly crowded, but there were empty tables. But they got upset because we didn't have the exact number of seats for our people. We had nine people and we took a table for ten. Uh, I would think that should be okay. She kind of flipped out. She did. So I'll melt down. <laughs> so I basically told her in a really nice way that I wasn't moving. And if you wanted to go get to <laughs> management, go ahead. Yeah. And Here, just take the chair. Right. Let someone sit alone for in the chair. people, I think we had a $500 bill. And I said to the manager, are you really willing to let that walk out the door for a chair? And he was like, no, sit still. I'll get you yeah. stuff. now. sit. Quiet. My only issue with that place, it's a complete AT&T dead zone. Yeah, it is. I'm like, how am I going to post food porn? <laughs> I know. The things we worry about. I know. Yeah, seriously. Put the phone down. Well, Enjoy your wine and cheese. Get the Wi-Fi in there. Yeah, uh, not so much in there. Oh, I, I had a good connection, I thought. I don't know. Yeah, well, good luck. Well, we'll talk about this in the New Year's Eve show, but uh, good luck getting a, a, a call through or Wi-Fi or anything on New Year's Eve in Epcot. Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare. Well, didn't you find that was true? The internet. We had trouble all day on um, New Year's Eve and um, the next morning. Our internet was really slow. I just think it was a lot of people online. Could be. I mean, you mean at home? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was tough. Well. All right. Well, thanks for that extra piece, Corey. Thanks, everybody. This That'll do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs>